But without further ado, Steve Verderosa, former Giants scout, good friend of the show, just an all-around awesome dude, joins us now. Steve, uh, good morning. Hi. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I, I appreciate it. I know this is very last minute. I, I texted you and I called you this morning and asked you to come on, and you so graciously said yes. Um, I, and, and the reason being is because the, the stock value for one Anthony Richardson um, has just gone through the roof after his uh, his workout yesterday or his, his combine, yeah, his combine workout yesterday. Uh, folks are calling him Cam Jackson because they think that he's a cross between Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson. 6'4", 244, vertical of 40 and a half, ran a 443, the fourth fastest QB number since 2006. But I, I think it's, and, and so listen, stud, absolute stud, athletic, magnificent, all the things. But I thought it was, it would be important to have you on as a former scout, somebody who's been in the business a long time, especially uh, with, with the Giants, um, just to talk about what these numbers mean, because now a lot of people feel that he's going to be the number one quarterback taken because of this workout, um, compared to you know, what, what, what you value when you're watching film in the fact that he was only a one-year starter at University of Florida. So first things first, uh, your, your thoughts on, um, on his workout yesterday. Well, one of the things you want to do with any player um, is, you know, what can they do? You know, th- th- there's positives and negatives. And if you start off with the negatives, especially when you're sitting in a draft meeting with a coach or a general manager – it's just human nature that the negative is going to ring loud and clear, sometimes more so than the positive, even if they have more positive qualities than negative qualities. So that being said, the first thing is, you know, what can he do? So the tangibles are, you know, they're easily seen with this guy. His height, his weight, his speed, his strength, his athletic ability, those are all off the charts. But he also plays the position that the intangibles are the most important of any position and vision, poise under pressure, his, just the instincts for the game and how you play the game. So when I'm looking at Anthony, and obviously, you know, I'm not scouting for a team anymore, and, and I do it a little bit on my own, and uh, I spent a lot of time this year at University of North Carolina looking at their players and stuff, but this kid here, he hasn't played a lot of football. And when you look at their offense, and I watched two games on TV, and TV scouting is definitely dangerous, but I watched two game tapes. And I guess that's a small sampling. Um, the thing is, you know, yeah, he's productive in the offense, and they did put him in a position for his athleticism to come through and let him be successful doing the things that he does best. But their offense still is no semblance of an NFL offense. And the bottom line is the games that I watched, guess what? They lost all those games. You know, you talk about Cam Newton. I scouted him at Auburn, and he uh, he had no um, finesse to his game whatsoever. He didn't know how to take, take anything off his fastball. And, you know, he was the biggest, strongest, best athlete on the field, and, and he did it with Braun more than anything else. But guess what? They won the national title. There's a big difference there with a team that wins the national title and a team that goes six and seven with you at the helm. So, and trust me, Florida, whether they are, are in a contention for a national championship or an SEC title, 
they have a lot of athletes there. They always have. They always will. So um, for me, when I watch him, that that's a concern. The other thing, too, is the young man is very young. He's 20 years old. And it's a medical known fact that brain development in young people, you know, mid to late 20s, you know, sometimes maybe early 20s. But, but this young man, who's, he's young in, in a full-grown man's body. So that bothers me a little bit um, about him. Uh, the style of offense, the fact that he has a losing record or, or a 500 record as a quarterback, um, the intangibles, I don't see the, a lot of the intangibles out there. Um, and when I say that, uh, his instincts, his vision, his play under pressure, it all breaks down, and when you're the biggest, best athlete on the field, you can get away with that at the college level, but it's going to be hard at the professional level. The other thing, too, is if this young man goes and say, the top ten or even, say, the top five, because there's a lot of teams this year that are looking for quarterbacks, he's going to go to a bad team. So now everything is on his shoulders, and that's going to be really hard. And in this new NFL that um, is so much different from when I started in 1987 – there's not a lot of commitment by the owners to the coaches. You know, guys, guys are hired and fired within a year, and it makes it really hard. So uh, look at Daniel Jones. Daniel's been with the Giants, and in four years, he's had a bunch of coaches. He's had a new coordinator every year, and if you couple that with his last year in college, that's you know, four head coaches in five years with five different coordinators. It's hard to have synergy. It's hard to build uh, you know, your own career when you have those things working against you. So players like Anthony Richardson, hey, you marvel at their athleticism, their size, their speed, the arm strength, but all those other things, the intangibles, um, how long is it going to take them to figure it out? And when you look at football over the years, it doesn't matter if it's in the 80s, the 90s, early 2000s to last year, a lot of young quarterbacks, they struggle. Young man in Chicago, if he can't run around and rush for 1,000 yards, you know, uh, they're going to have no offense at all. And Justin Fields' team, they have the first pick in the draft. So how many games did you win? That's really the bottom line. You look at somebody like Brock Purdy, taken in the seventh round. Guess what? Not big. He's not fast. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm. But that was a four-year starter and a mature young man who's 23, 24 years old coming into the league. And, yes, he went to a good team, but they didn't miss a beat when he went in there. Why is that? He knows how to play. He's got it figured out mentally. He has vision. He has poise under pressure. Those intangible factors, that it's not mathematics. It's not two and two is four. Um, who has that and who doesn't have that? And a lot of mistakes are made at quarterback because of that. So, um, kind of strange, you know. You root for these young guys when, when they have the off-the-charts athleticism, but it doesn't always equate to being a great player. Steve Verderosa joining us here on ninety-eight point seven ESPN, uh, former Gi- Giant scout, part of that scouting department for for several years. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Steve, really quick, you, you mentioned Daniel Jones. That's that's other some uh, big concerning news for Giants fans coming out of the combine. 
Uh, as you know, the combine isn't just about the college players. It's, it's about general managers and owners meeting with agents, talking about free agents. And as we know, Daniel Jones uh, looking for anywhere between 45 to $48 million. The Giants were hoping about $35 million. If they don't work on an agreement by Tuesday, they're going to have to tag him with that one-year 32.4. Uh, surprised that this is where we're at right now with Daniel Jones and his camp? demanding requesting 45 to 48 a year it doesn't matter if it's quarterback in the nfl or the kid that works at mcdonald's around the corner or any free enterprise you always ask for more than maybe you're really going to get um so it doesn't surprise me what their asking price is i figured you know 35 to 45 and if you get 40 hey you know you, you came to some kind of agreement um look i saw that young man when he first got to duke and i saw his maturation there and obviously um it's been a little bit of an up and down with the giants because of uh, circumstances outside of his control like i said changing changing general managers changing head coaches changing offensive coordinators so he hasn't had a chance to settle in and, and really develop all his skills but he showed up this year look you know that, that team I thought the coaching staff did an unbelievable job for them this year and they maximized the, the parts that they had they still need receivers um, some of that offensive line still is in big time flux so um, and a new coaching staff learning the players and the players learning the coaching staff you know, trust your eyes what did you see I, I thought he played real well. He throws the deep ball as good as anybody in the National Football League. He's athletic. He's tough. He's proved his physical toughness, and he's shown mental toughness by fighting through all this stuff. These guys, where are you going to get a guy like that? He's young. He's strong. He's big. Uh, he's clean off the field. You know, he's the type of personality that you'd like to have in your, on your football team. Um, you know, what's there not to like? And unfortunately, you know, you know, he's an entertainer in the entertainment business and entertainers get paid a lot of money. That, that's the nature of the business. I'm glad it's, I'm not the guy writing the check, you know, but it's not like John Mara hasn't gone through this before and other owners that are doing the same thing. So to me, um, go ahead, let him walk. You'll be sorry. Uh, so, uh, and obviously they're not going to let them walk. They'll, they'll tag them, but then you're going to go through the same scenario next year. You add another receiver, you add some more offensive linemen, you add more depth on defense, and the team is under this, these coaches for another year. You don't think he's going to get better? I guarantee you he's going to get better. You know, what is it going to be next year? $50 million? And, and look, these guys, their agents are trying to get them as much as they can, and they're going to compare themselves against other quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, what has he ever done? And he's getting $54 million fully guaranteed, and he's on a bad team, and he put himself in a bad situation. So um, more power to these guys. Get every dollar that you can when you can get it because it's a, it's a small window. And you've got to feel really, I would imagine, Steve, you've got to feel really good considering you scouted Daniel and, uh, and, and you were really big high on him. You were really high on him. 
uh, coming out of uh, coming out of Duke. So I'm sure this has got to make you feel good. Uh, Steve Verderosa joining us here on 90, 98.7 ESPN. Steve, again, so appreciate your time, especially on a Sunday morning. Thank you. Hey, thank you. And have a great day. And um, go Big Blue.